Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. In this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the opening line. We are your hosts, Wits and Rise. And before we get into today's show, because they heard our outcries at Bet Online, they wanted you to know that it is 2022. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year. Hasn't been going well for me, as I am pretty much over since the turn of the new year. Um, but we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE. That is B L E A V. Don't be spelling it any other way. To get started, from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Did you get the point? It's 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. One more thing is back, which before I introduce you, we're back on Twitter. The opening line. It's the underscore opening line. And we're going to give our picks every night. You don't even have to wait to listen to the show because basketball, college basketball, and any other sport we do is kind of hard. Football, at least you can get the episode before Sunday when I'm being a good radio host. Um, but our picks are up there. Not going too well on our first night back, but we'll, we'll turn around. Which how are we doing? Welcome. Doing good, man. like to be in the, the faux lair um, at the Rosenzweig household. So it's uh... My childhood bedroom. First time I think we've ever done the podcast in this uh, in this space. It's turned into my sister's workspace. There's still a fat head of Brett Favre. There's multiple. No, there's Eminem, Derek Jeter. A lot of Brett Favre, Brett Favre Pass, even LeBron James. There's a lot going on in this childhood bedroom. And uh, a lot of autographs, a lot of trophies that I realized as a kid is so exciting. But then you get older and you're like, are any of it investable? Did I like waste? I have a Wayne Gretzky signed baseball. Probably can't turn that or flip that for anything because two other schmucks from the White Sox who don't play anymore sign the same ball. Yeah, I don't know, but it might be worth a shot. Um, it's yeah, it's all it's all kids in here, man. This is just what it is. Happy to come back. Happy to be in the burbs. Um, but wits, wild card weekend. We're here. Wild card weekend. No Packers. 
No Packers, that's right. Just like uh, Roz in the fantasy playoffs. No uh, no first-round matchup because they have a bye. You learn, um, you learn from your heroes, and the Packers are my heroes. So two years on a bye, same thing for them. This new system of a bye, only one team gets the bye. Yeah. I'm learning from the best. Yeah, you know, that's, uh, that's how it goes. Um, but, Roz, before we get into Wild Card Weekend, I want to get your thoughts on what I thought might have been top, maybe top five, definitely best of this year regular season game I've ever seen between the Raiders and the Chargers on Sunday night. Um, probably the most unique situation we've ever watched in a game. Yeah. Down to the end with the tie. What would you think about the game? Um, you know, is yeah. Anthony Lynn still coaching the Chargers from, from, from the grave? From the grave, honestly. It feels like, on, so, I'm glad you slowed us down here because I... Uh, I'm certain we should definitely cover some of the stuff that happened pre wild card post week 18, first year of week 18. What's up, NFL? We see you. You got that extra weekend. Kudos. Um, Raiders looked like they were running the clock out. I've been saying it all week. I know you play to win the game. So honestly, they weren't going to take a knee from the shotgun, but they were going to just call another running play. The timeout let them set up a different play, stop the clock, really showed the Chargers' ambition. Do I think they were playing for a tie? No, but I think they were not opposed to it occurring. That's the big difference. The people saying that that timeout stopped the game from resulting in a tie, that's not what happened there, right? I mean, Carlson is one of the best kickers. He's a pro bowler this year. He's going to kick it regardless, but it's a matter of the distance. And I think that let the clock run. Maybe they run out. They do have a timeout that they can get their kicking unit on, but it could have been a further kick. The momentum of things... Again, Staley said he did want to bring a different defensive tackle in, so that was what the timeout was for. Very interesting. It's a shame that we don't get to see Justin Herbert in the playoffs. I think that's my biggest takeaway. And kudos to Derek Carr and Rich Basaccia, who, I mean, this team is a fucking DUI murder case, a racist coach away from being non-existent, but they come back together on the other side of all of that, and now they're in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Raiders' season with all the headlines that were off the field. It's it's really amazing what they've done <clears throat> coming to make the playoffs. And uh, yeah, Roz, that was not only a great game, but one of the most unique scenarios that you'll ever see. With you know Raiders kicking that field goal, <clears throat> I mean, what what happens if it gets blocked and returned for a score? I mean, it just was it was a very weird thing to watch, but nonetheless, very exciting. Um, give a lot of credit to the Raiders, Derek Carr. Always seems to get shit on for I don't know if all the, for all the right reasons, but the Raiders are in the playoffs. They're matching up with Cincinnati in the wild card round, and I agree with you. Um, it's a shame we don't get to see Justin Herbert, and it just it seems like the ghost of Anthony Lynn still causing this Chargers team some of the same problems that we've seen along the way. Um, I, I do like Brandon Staley. I think he's a good coach, but sometimes he, he got a little I think a little too stubborn with. You know, the going for it. Well, the fourth, the one, the, on the, eight, the, the one on their own nineteen. Was, it was. If you really want to criticize him, fuck the timeout for a second. You criticize that one. Yeah, that was. I mean, obviously he has a, something he's looking at or somebody talking to him, but I just I can't see the percentages from there, especially running the same play back to back on third and fourth and one. It was like you might have, you know, you have a top three quarterback in the league i mean do something with him instead of just running the ball up the middle which really isn't their strong shoot anyways but um let's not dwell on the past 
Well, Chargers. a little more past twelve. Can I do a little more? Not on the Chargers. Yeah, I was gonna say let's put the Chargers to that. Because <clears throat> I already, because I'm, I'm the one, I'm upset that Herbert's not in. So that's a conversation for a different day. Um, two other things, I guess, I wanted to bring up about last week. We don't even have this conversation if not for the Indianapolis Colts. Seeing what I've been saying for an, not just an entire year, but for the last five years, right? Jonathan Taylor is so so good. Right, that he had, was an MVP candidate and had that team winning games, that it can mask what happens when you need Carson Wentz in a very crucial situation. Four point four QB rating is all I have to say about it. I don't even know if you plan to come to his defense. I like sometimes you're up in the air on which quarterbacks I know you defend or not. But dear fucking god, that yeah. was as bad of a loss as I've ever seen in the regular season or postseason. I didn't even know it was a play-in game because I didn't even think of it. Yeah, I mean, you think of maybe like the two worst losses in the NFL, kind of relative to the situation. My first thought was Colts losing to the Jags week one, two years ago, which knocked about 55% of the people out of their survivor pool. Six in a row, by the way. Six in a row, Colts on the road or in London. They've lost to the Jags. It's a fun fact. Wow, okay. And then number two for me, it's got to be... Losing to the Jags week 18 when all, all you had to do was win and you're in. Um, and yeah, Roz, I, I've got nothing to say, nothing to defend Carson, uh, Carson Wentz with. Um, heard a, a pretty funny line, which I, you might get a little offended about, uh, from Michael Lombardi. He's um, you know one of the bigger hosts on VEASAN, and he said Carson Wentz is uh, he's basically Ricky Fowler in disguise. I mean... That hurts a little bit. Hurts it hurts a little it bit, hurts, but like but it's, it's not wrong, right? I mean, you're you're down, you're ten shots out of the lead on Sunday. He'll, he'll fire off a sixty-seven or sixty-eight. But if he's in contention, you got a seventy, you got a seventy-seven coming. That's exactly what happened with Carson Wentz, best running back in football. I think a very solid team. Like you put a better quarterback on that team. I like Frank Reich. I like what they've been doing, especially after the start to this year. Um, and I think that team should easily have made the playoffs, but. They can't beat the, the Jaguars were, I mean, I think next to the Giants, probably the most disgusting team in the National Football League this year. Well, that was my other, I do want to bring up. It's almost like you perfectly segued. Yeah. I don't care. Dude, Pat, I, I love Pat McAfee's show so fucking much, I, I can't even see straight. And I love that he gets Aaron Rodgers come on Tuesday. Everyone today saying Aaron Rodgers is the reason Joe Judge got fired is nonsense. Joe Judge deserved to be fired three weeks ago. If not a year ago. If not, maybe two years ago when they were considering who the fuck to hire. Don't even bring him in. I mean, that sneak on, what was it, third Third, down? Third and nine. Third and nine. I saw who somebody on the Pat McAfee staff made a great joke. He goes, well, it was 10 on 10. The the better 10 won. (laughs) But there was an opportunity. Whose 10 were better than the other 10 there? I'm just... It's a fair point. That's a fair yeah. It's like every running play you drop in the in the in the boardroom. It's uh yeah, we got a man on everybody, you gotta make one guy miss. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Jake Fromm wasn't able to do it. But uh I, I don't even think and it's funny because Daniel Jones, I guess, is a rushing quarterback. We saw him go for eighty yards in a trip that one time. But like I don't think Lamar Jackson does that successfully. No. I mean it's yeah. just there's too much I the Giants my, I I go back and forth. I think Cleveland is still to me, at least the football team, the biggest disaster in the NFL. They got one playoff win against a rival last year that's really kind of like taking them out of that limelight. Just look at what they are, though. All the expectations. They didn't make the playoffs. 
And the Giants have just been like those Super Bowls are their godsend. It keeps everybody intact at the highest of levels there. Yeah, I mean, you just look at the organization. It's just you got it's just poorly run, right? I mean, they had the two the two Super Bowls, which you know, obviously, like you said, you can't take that away from them. But you know, they they snuck in in the wild card and had you know two great stretches by Eli Manning, who I think is going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, but you look outside of that, e, and it's just it's constantly a shit show there. I mean, you look at since Joe Judge took over, um, like bottom three and basically every offensive category that you could find. And you know, at a certain point, um, it looked like we were going to get another year of him. But you know, with the with the Dave Gettleman quote unquote retiring, um, I think that kind of opened the door. And, and maybe maybe the people on Twitter got to the Mara family because I mean, Joe Judge after his. 10-minute rant the other day about people calling him up about how bad they wanted to come back to New York. It just, it needed to end. The Giants, they need a new direction here because they're they 0 for 3 on their last three head coaches, like McAdoo, Pat Shermer. Dude, I don't even Joe remember Jones. them. The fact that you, you, I'm glad you could list them off. That's almost an impressive trivia night thing if you go to a bar. Exactly, and that's how unimpressive the Giants have been. And I, and I think looking at the league this year, Relative to any sort of expectation, I mean, I think the Giants in a landslide were the most disappointing team in the NFL because they really did, they weren't even close. They, they didn't even sniff it. No. Um, you know, maybe you could say the Jags, but everybody thought the Jags were going to be bad, and they were really bad. Um, and fucking, what's his name? Finally, was like Ethan. Take a look at this. Take a look. I could be good one day. Trevor Lawrence. I didn't even remember his name for a second. <laughs> That's but, true. And uh, let's give a shout out to Dan Campbell too. He. 11 and 6 Dude. against the spread. Hey. That's shout out. Abs- I and I'm a Packers fan and we just lost that game, but they play for him. That's when you know the direction of a franchise is going elsewhere. Right. They fucking play for the coach. And I I love that guy. I hate that I'm going to have to beat him twice a year, but that's a great shout out. Good for them. Yeah. It was uh I mean, relative to expectations, I thought the Lions, they had a good year. They were in a lot of close games. They could have had maybe five, six, seven wins. But I think the, the against a spread record, I think that's always interesting because it's like, how did they perform relative to the expectation, right? And going, you know, almost 60% more than that against the spread, I mean, that, that's pretty impressive, especially for a first-year head coach who we didn't know if it was going to be there after week four after the kneecap comments. But this team, you know, led by Jared Goff, um, they they showed some spunk, right? They were they were a fun team to watch. I would not be embarrassed if I was a Lions fan of the product they put on the field. But you know, a couple teams out there, mainly the Giants, it was uh, it's constantly head scratching. Constantly, it's uh, but we don't have to worry about that because they're not in the postseason. And so we're gonna move on to the postseason. And we'll start with the uh, the first one. Big Ben today says doesn't expect they're gonna win. It's a big thing. Let's just go have fun. Was that a mockery of the 12-and-a-half-line spread that they put out there? Uh, it might be a little bit of a mockery here, E. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, the thing I think about with this game, they played just, you know, what was it, a few weeks ago, and it was an absolute smashing by the Chiefs. But my thought here is, I mean, does Big Ben have one more, does he have one more run left in him? I mean, I know it's ugly. It's been ugly for two years. It has. It's and it's also just been one... It's been what is it? it's been one quarter a game he's been coming out to play, just yeah. one. So I mean, I would say for the Steelers to have any chance in this game, 
Um, first of all, I mean, T.J. Watt's going to have to play a big role. They're going to have to put some pressure on Mahomes, you know, force him into some un uncomfortable spots, which you know he, he's done pretty well at <laughs> throughout his career. I would say he might be the best quarterback in the league. But on the other side of things, Big Ben, I mean, he's, he's got to make some throws because they got the playmakers to do it, right? Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris. You know, they definitely got some guys on that offense. But I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, um, you know, you can see the end is coming. We thought we thought last week was going to be it, but you know, by a miracle. They get in and twelve and a half points here. A uh, little too much for me to lay, um, but I, I don't love taking the other side here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on this one. Hey, I'm going. I did tease them down, but if you had to ask me, gun to my head, where I'm picking, I'll probably pick twelve and a half. I think the Chiefs absolutely steam steamboat these guys. Move forward. See you later. How you doing? It's gonna be in Kansas City, Arrowhead, one of the loudest stadiums you can be. 46 and a half. The over-under is not leaning towards the Chiefs. It's leaning towards the inability for the Steelers to score in this game. I would take the over on that also. I think the Chiefs clear 30 points. And, uh, yeah, Chiefs 12 and a half. It's a sexy little pick. And, uh, I don't like doing it, but it's uh, it's sexy. It's a lot of points, and they've done it already this year, so why not do it again? We got another game. I guess there's a girl. This, that was the Sunday night game. Whatever this website I'm looking at is going in the absolute wrong order. But, fuck it, we're going to go by their order. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Raymond James Stadium, Tampa Bay, Florida. The Philadelphia Eagles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is Witz's team going on the road to face Tom Brady, the defending Super Bowl champions. The turmoil is crazy there. Bad weather ahead. Hurricane-like winds, 20-mile-per-hour gusts. Obviously, that's 50-mile-per-hour shorter than a hurricane, but I just wanted to say it anyways. Running might be a factor here. Lenny Fournette's still not back. Um... If the weather is bad, which Tom Brady, by the way, still has above 60, he has an above 60 QBR in those situations, which is incredible. I, uh, what do you think happens? I'm going Bucks minus nine. I just was going to delay the inevitable. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be on the other side of you here, uh, partially because I love the Eagles and partially because I think they're going to find a way to keep this game close. Um, like you mentioned, maybe a little bit of bad weather. Eagles, I think they have one of the better rushing attacks in the NFL. And it's funny, Roz, you know, as much as people rag on Jalen Hurts for being a bad passer, their pass protection on that team is actually top 10 in the league. So if Hurts is able to make a couple big plays at key spots in the game, especially with all the banged-up weapons on the Bucks side of the ball, um, I could see maybe maybe the type of game that we saw, I think, was it last year where Washington... Um, oh, gave Tom a little yeah, bit of a Taylor run. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> gave him a little bit of a run, covered the game, and it came down to you know one of those last possessions. I could see a similar you know, type of game like that. So I'll, I'll take the, you know, the nine points. Um, and I, I feel like this line might get up to 10 by Sunday, but as we're sitting here right now, uh, I'll, I'll take the nine. I think uh, I think the Eagles come to play. I know that you, you hate the Eagles 0-8 against teams that Thank are you. over 500, but this team was projected last place in the NFC East, and they made the playoffs with a rookie head coach. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe they make a little noise. Maybe they do. We move on, dude. I don't know what this website's doing, but fuck it. I think it's hilarious. So we're going to keep going a little bit all over the place. <clears throat> it is going to be the Raiders on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time because we are both in Central Time Zone right now. Paul Brown Stadium getting a playoff game in Cincinnati. That's pretty exciting. Raiders coming off that very exciting game against the Chargers are in for a letdown spot. Again, I know Wits is on the other side of this one. I think we're... So far, split completely. But Bengals down now to five and a half. 
I think they can win by more than a touchdown. I think they're more explosive. And I think that defense is a little bit underrated. I think the Raiders, Max Crosby's looking good as of late. Their car is still going to be like every car that's been in the league is going to let you down. This is his first playoff game he's starting, and Connor Cook, the last time the Raiders were there, was their quarterback. Give me the Bengals, minus five and a half. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the other side here. Um, and partially, I, I do have a Raiders Super Bowl ticket, which I clicked in by mistake on February 18th. But you got a ride. It's got to be a ride. But, um, if they can win one game, uh, the ticket might be worth a little bit of money. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think, first of all, the Raiders got the shit end of the stick here, having to play Sunday night, coming back to play Saturday. Um, but it just kind of goes into the field the whole season. Like, they've been dealing with all this crap that really has nothing to do with the product on the field, um, and they've been finding a way to work through it. And I think of this spot, E, like week two, because it's when I got knocked out of the uh, survivor <laughs> pool. Um, it was the Raiders week one, huge win versus Baltimore on Monday night, and I was like, at the time, I didn't know Big Ben was as, as crippled as he had looked <laughs> the year before, but I was like, Pittsburgh at home versus this Raiders team coming off a huge win. I was like, absolutely, just give me the Steelers to win. And the Raiders actually come back and beat the crap out of Pittsburgh. It's got that little similar vibe here. First playoff start for both guys. Maybe they're a little bit nervous. I don't know. But Max Crosby, like you mentioned, I think he plays a pretty big factor here. Because um, one of the things that I love about Joe Burrow is pass protection in Cincinnati is still not very good. and He was able to have an unbelievable season, right, played the whole year. But, uh, yeah, man, I like the Raiders here. They've been surprising us all year. And I figure, you know, why stop now? They've been dealing with all this crap. And uh, what's one more game against a team who hasn't won a playoff game, I think, you know, this millennium? Thank you, Marvin Lewis, for that stat. Um, We move on. God, I've been on all the favorites. We're going to keep it riding, though. I think the Rams minus four. I think you can tease the Cardinals down to ten. I think Kyler is going to have an awesome game. But it won't be enough in the long run. Pretty wild that – pretty wild – that the Rams are at four. I wish they were down one more hash, maybe get a little bit of a way on a, on a push here. But I think Stafford, who's just been atrocious the last three weeks, is going to put it all together. This is Monday night. This is a big fuck you Wait, to the NFL. Matt Stafford or Jared Goff? <clears throat> right. Because <laughs> yeah, the last time I checked, they both you know, had about the same type of season um, you know, under Sean McVay. This is, this is kind of like the wheelchair bowl for me. I mean, both these teams just come limping in. They Arizona, really are. I mean, Arizona did basically the same thing that they did last year, except they happened to be on the right side of things. But, you know, that they looked like a playoff team last year and absolutely crapped themselves, uh, you know, near the, near the end of the season. And the Rams, I mean, that was a disgusting loss against the 49ers um, on Sunday. So, yeah, these teams are limping in. And I, I thought for a couple weeks there – I think it was probably like five through seven that the Rams might have been the best team in the NFL. I don't think that's the case, but this is a this is kind of a struggle bus matchup, and uh, I don't have a strong lean, but I'll I'll take the Cardinals. I don't have a lot of faith in in either of these teams though. No, neither do I. I'm gonna go like I said, Rams. Fuck the NFL for giving us a Monday night football game, dude. There's not enough games to spread across three days. Bring them all together so we can watch them. I know we'll be at a wedding, unfortunately, on Sunday, but dear God. Maybe it'll be in the bar era. Patriots going to Buffalo the third time in a month. They've a month, a month and a half they've played each other. Buffalo getting the host of the game. Buffalo up to minus four over under is forty four. But if you're on DraftKings, you can get that thing at thirty four right now. Every six thousand users or bets to put on it, they get to uh, bring it down. Again, I like the favorite here. Uh, favorite favorite Roz is just showing up. 
Mac Jones first playoff spot. Josh Allen's not first playoff spot. We we got kind of wrecked last year by Josh Allen. Um, but I, I just feel like in this situation, it's the welcome to the league statement for Mac Jones. You'll be back, but you're going to have to take a seat after this week. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think the Patriots are going to have to have uh, an unbelievable game plan to beat this Bills team, which they already did once in uh, you know, a game that was kind of unlike anything we've ever seen, right, with Mac Jones throwing three passes. Um, and then the Bills came out, beat them 33-21. I, I think the Bills have a better team here. Right? They've got the better quarterback. Um, but, I mean, it depends what kind of Josh Allen we get, right, because their rushing attack, I think it's been a little better lately, right? Devin Singletary um, is now the, the clear lead back. But it's going to be a lot on his shoulders. And if he's, you know, the Josh Allen that came out of the draft, right, you know, completing 50%, it could be a little bit of a tough game. But, you know, if there's one, if there's one team to put up, an unbelievable game plan. I think you got to look at the Patriots, but uh, I'm actually with you here, Rod. I do like the Bills, um, but I, I think this is probably, I think this will probably be the most competitive game out of all the playoff matchups. Yeah, it should be interesting. And our final one, Sunday afternoon, 49ers-Cowboys. I am not on the favorite in this one, and this line is to three. I don't remember where it started at, um, but I'm hoping it gets to maybe five. I like the San Francisco 49ers plus three here. You shouldn't have let them in the playoffs. That's the kind of team they are right now, which makes me nervous as even a Packers fan who might have to play them. Um, so I'm going to go 49ers here. I think their defense is better than the Cowboys' defense as well as their offense, and I don't think the Cowboys' offense is going to be able to figure out that system. And I think Garoppolo is going to game manage enough if he is playing. I think he will play. He'll game manage enough to win this game and move on to the next round. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you talk about Jimmy G. He made a couple really big throws last week in that Rams game, and, you know, he was you know one drive away from being a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. So as much flack as he gets, uh, 49ers team, not a team that I want to play in the playoffs. And I, I, I agree with you on this one too, Lee, and it just it smells like the Cowboys are just going to come out and lay an egg. Because um, after the, I think the first seven weeks of the year, them and the Rams in the NFC, like those were the, they were the top dogs. The Cowboys, I think they've been pretty unimpressive as of late, and Dak Prescott, um, you know, really hasn't looked like you know the MVP candidate that he was before he broke his leg last year. So, I mean, I I think this will be a lot of disappointment in this game, but I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take San Francisco. Uh, I think they pull it out. All righty. And that's every game for this week. Um, again, check out our Twitter as we are back, and we'll give you more live picks. And, uh, Wits, any closing thoughts here? Uh, enjoy football while it lasts. Enjoy football. It's coming to an end soon, but not to an end that I will disapprove of because it will end with a Packers Super Bowl championship. Everybody's back from the boys. Z, Jair, Bakhtiari, we're all back. Peace out, everybody.
you with every pay, yeah. You don't want to stick around, believe me. Got me whipping on the relay. Sweating out in Venice is a heat wave. She ain't giving you no leeway. I just hit it on a weekday. Jet it over on the speedway. Even talking about a freeway. Scooted over to a place. He's trucking listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube